minus 50 seconds. T minus 40 seconds. T minus 30 seconds. minus 20 seconds. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I am your host, Leslie Cologne, and joining me, I am not alone. We are finally back. Emily May, how are you doing? I'm good. We're reunited. We're reunited again. And it feels so good. I am so excited to be talking about reality shows with you. Um, Yeah, a little background. If you guys don't know, we actually used to host um, talking about reality shows. We've done Total Divas, Total Bellas. And now we're here for this new show, Roads to the Top. What do you think about it? I personally loved it. I mean, I'm so excited. I love the name, by the way. Great branding. Awesome branding. I I don't know. I'm so excited. When when the announcement came out that they were doing a show about Cody and Brandy and about, like, the the kind of creation of AEW um, and and kind of their life and their world, I was like, yes, because (laughs) they're couple goals. So I was excited. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. There definitely are a couple goals. And you touched on something like the creation of AEW. AEW is now like a big wrestling company. And it takes so much to put it together. They have very important roles with this company. You know, Brandy is the chief brand officer. And then Cody is the executive vice president. And Brandy is the first ever black woman to be be like take on this role so talk to me a little bit about your thoughts you know they're obviously overwhelmed they play so many roles not only like these like titles but also mentors and like friends and like cody said you know when do i take off like the this like vice president type of role and then just go back to cody so talk to me a little bit about i know you're in like the wrestling world so what are your (laughs) thoughts on all this (laughs) well I loved how we got this behind the scenes look of them Mm -hmm. balancing it all. They're balancing their home life. They're balancing being chief brand officers, being executives, being creatives, and also being kind of these wrestling personalities. And as we got a glimpse of, it's very hard to kind of switch your hats off. You have to be business sometimes. And then you have to be, you want to be fun still. And you, you kind of want to have um, build those relationships. And so we got a glimpse of that in this episode. 
that they're trying to figure out how to navigate all that. Um, you saw them try to kind of solve some problems and kind of resolve some conflicts within the locker room. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to put on your, I mean, I've been there where I'm production. I have my production producer hat on, but I also have my like on air, have to focus on that hat as well. And so yeah. doing that and balancing it all can be really tough, but you have to like, if you really want to do it, I think it just makes you a, a stronger uh, person in the wrestling industry when you understand and know how it all works and how all those gears and all those things fit together. Yeah, for sure. Like Haywood Wong said, shout out to Haywood, always joining us. He yes, said, hi! <laughs> he said, I love seeing the behind the scenes stuff. And then Joseph Boza, hi Joseph. I know I have, we haven't talked to you in a while. Oh my God, so it's nice been forever. It's a reunion in the chat. <laughs> with everyone. So shout out to everyone who's watching. He said it reminds him of Total Bellas in a unique way. I do agree with that. The only thing that I really, really like about this show is I feel like it's more, not that Total Bellas wasn't authentic, but I like how they also share not only their stories, but you see a little bit about the wrestlers' stories as well. We see Darby Allen and his story about how he was homeless and how, you know, he decided to sleep in his car before a big match just to remind him where he came from and that, that got me that got me oh my god I, that got me so so hard because yeah. darby like i just watched darby allen have one of the biggest matches this year at aw and so mm -hmm. hearing that story and then seeing that like hearing that and seeing him it just brought back a lot of emotions because no you don't understand people's stories you don't mm -hmm. understand what people have been through and some people are more open about it. And so I liked how we got a little glimpse of the softer side of mm -hmm. these wrestlers because we have to remember they are people. They have yeah. struggles. They have ups and downs. And so I think it was – I like how it has uh, – this, this show has heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, one of the – also the moments that got to me was, um, you know, Cody was preparing for this promo – and this promo, like, there's so many little things that it touches on. Not only, like... Do you, do you remember this promo? Do you remember seeing that? No, I don't, because I... <laughs> okay, so, to be honest, and a lot of people know this, I have not been able to keep up with AEW, like, since the beginning. So, I recently, like, started watching, like, Hardcore. But before this, I was... I had never seen, um, like, a lot of, like... Because I would switch back and forth. Yeah, like NXT was it was the, it was time. the worst. It was yeah. the worst. A so bit. I would yeah. always be switching um, back and forth. So it's all good. It's all good. Now, now watching this, yeah. Now watching this and like the behind the scenes look also on Brandy's reaction. You can tell Brandy's a very strong woman, but then like the things that it hits on like the reality part of it, like the real life about how you know there was segregation and before like a black uh, woman and a white man couldn't be together and now they're gonna have a beautiful baby which the baby is beautiful by the way so beautiful and just like how many people can relate to this like wrestling is also they're telling a story like mm -hmm. a lot of people think it's fake and I hate it when people say that but I think this is also giving people non-wrestling fans um, a different perspective about the wrestling world yeah and I think to your point like what I liked about um, some of the moments in today's episode is that it's not just like, I liked how they emphasize promos because people yeah. don't realize you can be an amazing wrestler and you can do amazing things in the ring. But if you can't tell stories outside of the ring 
and you can't be really amazing on the mic, it's going to be really hard for you, right? And like, yeah. if you think about the greatest wrestlers of all time, they're amazing on the mic. Like when, when, like when CM Punk gets on the mic, you know that you're in for a ride. You know mm -hmm. that he's going to say something that's going to get the crowd riled up. It's going to get you a little teary eyed. It's going to mm -hmm. get you in the moment. And so what I liked is that that promo that Cody did was so important. It was a catalyst to what AEW was going to do and what they are doing. Yeah. And it was so important to have that moment and to get it right. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. And he got it right because even not only did it touch people, I'm sure, obviously, when the promo happened, but now it can, like, bring back some memories for, like, new viewers as well. Like, wow, I never thought about this. And now, look, we are an example of so much. Like, Brandy represents, like, women empowerment, how she's in this position where, like, nobody's ever really been at. And Cody supports her and he doesn't, like, really bring her down or is, like, jealous of her position. Yeah, it's it's amazing. She has her own voice. She yeah. can make decisions. She can she can step up and say, like, I loved how she had no problems telling people, where are they? Get out of their makeup chair. Like, come yeah. on. We're late. Like, get, you know, get going. Like, it, and you need to have kind of that, like, you have to not hold back when you're in a position like that because right. you have to, people have to trust you, but you have to also be strong in your convictions and say, okay, this is what we're doing. I need the right people around me to do it. And it's amazing that she has that position. And I think she's an inspiration across the board oh, yeah. for women in the industry because there's so many times where I've been in the room and I'm the only, only female there. And it's hard to have your voice heard. Right. And what I liked about this episode is I got to see her in a powerful position, making an amazing change for women in the industry. And also you got to see such diversity in, in the locker room. Um, yeah. And yeah, so. Definitely. And also I think the biggest thing here was respect, right? Um, someone can be put in this position, but if the wrestlers don't respect you, then it's not really going to go anywhere. And this is where you see how she has not only the power, but the locker room respects her. They see her in this position and they know if she's telling me to do something, I have to listen because, yeah. you know, this is a male dominated sport and you can easily be shut down just because you're a female. And we've seen it so many times. We're progressing now. And this is why I also love to see these reality shows is because it gives you an insight like onto the reality of the situation and how we're still trying to to progress and AEW is progressing. They're really giving uh, women a chance. And I think one of the biggest like lessons here also that we saw in this episode was that women need to stick together because we saw a little bit of bickering. So we saw we saw a little uh, a little tension in the locker yeah. room. So um, talk to me a little bit about what was going through your head when you were seeing all that unfold and Brandy kind of having to bring them back together and tell them like, hey, um, you know, we're a team here. We have to stick together in the locker room. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so important, like they said, to elevate women and to be there for each other. Like if you're, if you're a woman in the, in the locker room and you have to be an example for everyone else and support each other, if people are having issues, talking about it in a way that's respectful, kind mm -hmm. of addressing issues when they need to be addressed, 
Um, and I, <laughs> I mean, I like how Brandy addressed it over wine. I think that's yeah. the way to do it. See, that, Leslie, that's the way to do it. That inspired um, you, right? That inspired me for tonight. <laughs> um, and you just, it's, it's so hard because the, the expectations are high. You have you have people coming from all different backgrounds that are mm-hmm. that are used to this type of like if, whether they came from the indie indie scene or whether they came straight from like a, a larger uh, wrestling company. Like you have people that have all different backgrounds, and so trying to navigate all those personalities, it's a task. It's so a lot. I don't envy. I don't envy her for having to deal with all right. that. Um, so you know, I I think you just got to talk it out, right? Yeah. Like you should all be there to support each other. You all want to put on the best show. And I think that that's what's important is making, making the best show possible and then just elevating other women and making yeah. sure that they, you know, can do the same. Exactly. We got to stick together. You guys, there's no gotta stick drama, no drama and- guys. Keep it out. Keep it out. <laughs> hey, what's said, Leslie, if you get to go to an AW events, the same energy like nxt when balor was champ emily i have to go with you because i know you're like an expert in everything so i mean i'm not an expert but i would say um going to an AEW event when i went to my first one it is something like none other i have not experienced and i've been to a lot of wrestling events so yes you have (laughs) i'm taking you leslie we're going all Um, right we're doing it. it let's make a date Okay. Pick a day. <laughs> and Mike D, I think the show inspired him. He said he wants a baby. Not gonna lie, there's a lot of like baby fever. There's baby talk. Every, there's baby yeah. talk. So let's get into like this baby talk. Obviously, Brandy and Cody are expecting. And look, we I feel like we talked about like this change in life so much that it's one, I don't think you can really prepare for it. And two, it's scary. And you can tell they're scared. So thoughts on like their conversation about like, are you ready? But are you ready? But you're the mom. But yeah, it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> I mean, who? What new or like almost parents to be don't have those conversations? Conversations. I feel like right. they all have those conversations of like, oh god, this is happening, right? Like yeah. you might be ex- like the, you can still be excited, but also be terrified of the fact that you have to like be responsible for this human living thing. Um, So I feel like it was very relatable. Um, And I feel like it's, we'll get into it. I'm sure that's one of our topics we're going to talk about, but I think it's relatable that as professionals, I feel like there is that discussion of like roles and responsibilities, who's going to do what and how your life changes. Oh, they're coming after you. We all know you're married. We all know you're married to a wrestler. Hey, so what now? <laughs> little babies they want. Hey, what? You have to be my night nanny then. Well, hey, what? You're my night nanny then. For all of those uh, who like are interested in having babies, and you know, there's a process <laughs> to all that. Emily and her husband have a little tip for you. So. Let's see what they have in store for us today. What's the tip? We'll see right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk. I'm Emily May. Babe. Babe. Yeah. What are you doing right now? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I was just using my new Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. I'm trying to record Women's Wrestling Talk right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, what is this thing? 
What is this thing? Well, it's a trimmer that's especially made for specific areas of your body. And the new 4.0 means that it has a ceramic blade that eliminates nicks and cuts and has wireless charging capability. Wow. That's some amazing functionalities. I mean... Is this thing waterproof too? You can use this in the shower, it's waterproof. right? waterproof. I can so use no it in the shower. Use it in the shower. Absolutely no mess on the floor or anywhere else because I hate mess. And I hate using the same trimmer on my face that I use on other areas of my body. So I'm really happy that Manscaped came up with the Lawnmower 4.0. True, true. Uh, and this is a really great gift for you yeah. and for all the guys out there yeah. and for the ladies. Uh, this lawnmower 4.0. Yeah, I was really happy to learn that they were a sponsor, actually, of Women's Wrestling Talk. That's what you told me. <laughs> and they have a special code, WWT, that will get you 20% off. And you have to get it. It's a perfect gift because it is the best below-the-waist grooming and hygiene product out there. The best gifts come with free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> they for sure do. Uh, and this is the perfect gift for your man. Uh, and trust me, he's going to thank you. Right and there. guys, your balls will thank you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to make you know this whole baby making process much easier, make sure you go to manscaped.com and use our code WWT to get 20% off and free shipping. I have to give it to, I have to give it to Joseph. He had the best comment. This happened during Extreme Rules watch party. Thought my feed went dead. And here it was, a commercial for Manscaped. It's <laughs> happening again. <laughs> and then um, a little compliment I see. So oh. you tell your husband, apparently he looks like Zack Ryder. Okay, Yay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, remember, order your, you know, order your Manscaped, WWT, 20% off. And um, Joseph, you're good. You're good. We're 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 here. We're we're, we're back here. live. But yeah. that was a legendary commercial, you guys. That's mm-hmm. uh that's one of a kind right there. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about you know this Mother's Day dinner. It was so cute. He cooked this cake for her. So I love romantic things. So these little things just make my heart like happy. And I was just loving this whole moment. And you know, there's more to come with this baby. But there's a big topic that I do want to talk about that, you know, Brandy just doesn't seem to get a break. And one of those things is that people do not believe that she should come back to wrestle after having a baby. I don't understand this stigma about once women get pregnant, their career in wrestling has to end. Emily, I need your opinion on this. Oh, my goodness. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. First of all, A, for anyone to input their opinion on what people should do with their careers or their lives or uh, their decision to have a baby or not have a baby. Mm -hmm. Let's just get that. (laughs) Get that out of the way. Um, So I find it really frustrating that everyone's saying, well, why why are you returning to wrestling? Like, that doesn't make sense. She's 37, you know, and... It's just, it's so frustrating that people think that they can make those decisions. It's ultimately up to her. If she feels amazing and feels better than ever, and like she's been training, by the way, she's been training like yeah. crazy. She looks amazing. She, I feel like she's transformed in a, in a whole different way post-baby. 
And there's a lot of pressure post baby, by the way, for women, just not even in the wrestling industry, just in general, to just kind of get back to some type of, of normalcy pre-baby, right? And mm-hmm. there's so much pressure and I feel like there shouldn't be. I feel like yeah. it needs, it, it's a discussion, right? Um, that needs to be had. Um, Cause it's, it's, you know, I think she should do what makes her happy and what makes, what she thinks will further AEW. And if it fits into what they're figuring out, then she should do it. Like Becky Lynch is an example. I know someone brought um, yeah. up in the chat. Becky Lynch has come back and she took the time she needed, right? Mm-hmm. And the story there is like incredible. She's, she's, it, everyone was talking about it, right? So, yeah. Brandy, take and she your looks time. amazing. By and she the looks way. amazing. I, like, you know, and it's like, Brandy should take your time, you know, come back on her own time in the way that she wants because she can do what she wants. Yeah, That's what exactly. I'm saying. And not just that, like, I just don't feel like it's fair to judge women on like their pregnancies or you know your life should end after you have a baby like no life continues yes you have a baby yes it's your responsibility but we also see like a double standard in a way like Cody's like I'm not taking paternity leave you take care of everything and then you know I'll continue with my career but I also don't think that's fair in the sense of like okay like women go through so much when giving birth and everything so I, I do feel like his his he's going to have like a change of mindset once he sees the baby. He sees how much work it is. Yes, they have a great support system. They have a like night nanny that they have planned to have. But, you know, I just don't think it's fair to have like to let him go off and continue his dreams because he wants to retire right at 40 and then her life should end like right away. No, I don't. I just don't think that's fair. Yeah, and like, so it's interesting because right now we're kind of, the same thing happened with like total bowels and stuff like that. It's like, mm-hmm. we, we saw kind of the pregnancy when yeah. the, the baby was already born. So it's interesting kind of seeing this retrospective of like her pregnancy that she was having a tough time. And you know, every, like everyone has a different pregnancy experience. It's not always like rainbows and unicorns and fun things and sparkles and happy glow, right? It, you could be miserable and I think it's nice to actually have her talk about it so openly and um and in the fact that she was still traveling and doing shows and doing all that it's like inspiration right yeah um incredible um but i think because um because their baby's only like a few months old now Mm because she was born in june right so um it's interesting to kind of see like it's a few months in and um to see like how they're gonna how they're they're starting to kind of navigate going back and and figuring out what to do next yeah for sure um this is something that Haywood said that i had never heard of before that she said she has some miscarriages and you know it's a lot to deal with emotionally your body is changing your hormones yeah she's still she was there at every show that she could be you know mm-hmm. she did not stop working until she really could like not stop working so props to her and I think people have to remember also that there's a lot of women looking up to her there's not only like now on reality tv but the locker room you know there's a lot of competitors who are in relationships who do want a family in the future and I think I love to see that now it's like becoming a little bit more normal that in the middle of their career they get pregnant and they're like there's no like oh your career's over now 
it's like, okay, cool, you know, have this moment, have, you know, it's part of life. And if that's what they want in a relationship, I think like their job or them feeling like, oh, my, my career's over shouldn't have like an impact on that desire to have a baby, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And like, I think she also like, I love how she still took on other business mentors, like mm-hmm. wine, wine, making her oh baby wine, right? Um, exactly. And that's, that, that reminded me of like uh, the Bella twins too, where I was like, yeah. oh, they're doing like their wine adventures and like, they're still doing all of their business stuff. They're doing their podcast and like, she's still taking on this huge huge responsibility of being the chief brand officer of of a company that's only like two years old. Mm -hmm. So um, I I don't know. I I just can't. She's just amazing. (laughs) I can't speak more more highly of her. Like Bosa said, even pregnant Brandy is still that boss queen. She was like, and like she, she, like in some of the previews you've seen her or like some of her, her tweets lately, she's been like, Oh, I can't wait for people to see like pregnant Brandy. Right. And she keeps kind of, she's a little bit down on herself. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was like, she was badass in this episode where she was like, not, she was not taking anything from anyone. It's also because she didn't have a great pregnancy. You know, not everyone has like the glow or the perfect pregnancy. So I love that she's like showing this side of it, that it's not all perfect. And, you know, there's a lot to come. And speaking of a lot to come, there's a baby shower as well in this episode. And that was a lot with a lot of different people in this. Take a sip of your wine because we're going to get into it. It stresses me out. Family functions stress me out. Well, speaking of family members, we have (laughs) mother-in-laws. We have sisters who are very opinionated. Let's start with Brandy's mom. Thoughts on, you know, her saying she's the queen and, you know, you've been like, you're not no longer the princess. There's another princess. And there's just a lot of opinions. There's so many opinions. So many opinions. I mean... Um, I love how I can tell where Brandy got her confidence and I can mm-hmm. appreciate that. <laughs> but um, I found it interesting. They had that discussion in the car about the, the, the night nanny and that she was like, I'll be the night nanny. Yeah. And it's so funny because I can say that grandparents say that like in the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. They say that because your sister has babies, right? So, like, yeah. So they say that in the beginning, like, I'll be there. I'm going to take care of all of them. And then what really happens? And then it's like, okay, part time. Here you go. I said part time. Like, I can only handle an hour. Yeah. Exactly. You said you were going to do all night. That's eight hours or six (laughs) with a baby. What is it? Four hours, six hours? I don't know. Um, I'm going to just keep drinking wine. Exactly. One of the things I loved was, though, um, to see, like, Cody's mom and her side of the story in the sense of like you know she was married to Dusty Rhodes and everyone looked at us we were crazy I lived this lifestyle and now I'm seeing them live this lifestyle so I like to see you know her side of the story and how she held it together because he was there for like a second when Cody was born and then he just left right away so props to her because it's not easy in a way I feel like a lot of um, moms who are in the wrestling industry are kind of like single moms sometimes where most of the time they're on their own. Well, I, I think there's, you know, there's a reality to the situation. Mm-hmm. No pun intended there, but <laughs> it's, you're on the road, especially if you're at 
a, a, a you know, a big company, you're yeah. even when you're on the independent circuit, you're gonna be wrestling potentially five to six days a week because you need to make ends meet. That's your living, mm -hmm. right? So you're on the road. And I think that's a reality that not everyone either can get used to yeah. or is they're prepared for. And then when you add on a layer of having kids, it's a whole other like you said, you feel very alone and you could mm -hmm. feel very like you don't have your support system. Right. Um, so I think that, I think there was like we saw in the baby shower, there's a little tension, right? There's a little oh, baggage. Yeah. There's a little baggage there, which I think is understandable. And I found it interesting that Cody's response was like, well, I'm going to continue to do what I'm going to do. And he was like, I, he kind of was like, I'm not like my dad. And I think, there might be some similarities that, that everyone kind of looked at him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like maybe. Well, what were you thinking when he said that? When he was like, I'm not taking paternity leave. Like, she's got it. I'm going to go on the road. I mean, I think he should, you know, I don't think it's he's necessarily thinking about Brandy at that point. Mm -hmm. I think because you don't know at that point at least at this moment in time. And again, I don't know, I don't know exactly what happened um, once the baby was born, if he took a lot of time off, but yeah. I think you have to think like, you don't know what will happen to Brandy. She might need support. You don't know like emotionally, physically what support she needs. It's not just about taking care of the baby. You also take, have to take care of the mom because exactly. the mom has so much, so like you have to be careful of like postpartum depression and like those things. And if you're just like, all right, I'm done and I'm going to go off. It, it doesn't just like switch on and off like that. So yeah. I'm sure we'll hear and see more in the, in the coming episodes. And I, I think he'll change his mind. And I think, um, I, I think, think we'll see that he took, he took some time off. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a big reality check. I feel like she's more aware of like the reality of this, but I don't think he is. So once I think like everyone says, once you see your baby, like your life and mindset changes. So let's hope that happens. Um, Bosa said, I felt like Cody is like his dad. His dad went back to work after Cody was born. And now he's doing the same thing to Brandy. And AW would have been fine without Cody for a month. So yeah, um, I'm excited to see how this unfolds. But I do want to talk um, about this big topic before we go, because it's just like, I was just like shocked. Um, so the sister, she has an opinion about Brandy using the Rose last name and there's not a lot of acceptance in the family or at least with her. I don't know if it's, um, the mom too, but there, or she, her, the sister was upset about her using the Rose last name when she debuted as a wrestler. Emily thoughts about this and how she sent a, like, paragraph or an essay pretty much yeah. before her match so i think it was totally well, i know we were messaging each other about this i think it was totally orchestrated that she did it on the day that she, that she knew brandy had a huge match a huge moment that she had to like be mentally in the moment for which was not cool yeah um and i think i think it's a little it's a little unfair for her to be upset about that yeah. And I think when you marry into a family, you marry not only that person, but you're also marrying that family and you're marrying into that family. Mm -hmm. And 
yeah, you might have drama and there might be things that they don't agree that you're doing. And, you know, there's always family drama no matter what. Right. But you should like, and she was really close, you know, she was really close with the, the, the family and Cody's dad. And like, so it's kind of unfair. And I get like, like his sister's super sensitive to it right now, which is totally understandable. But it was, I think it was uncalled for. Like, they could have had a conversation. Um, and maybe Brandy could have went to her and gave her a heads up. And that might have helped kind of smooth it over. Um, but I don't think that the, the long message was appropriate. Well, to me, it's like she got the um, permission from the person that, like, it should have came from, right? Yeah. Like, Brandy said that Dusty approved and he let her use the last name. And to me, personally, I think that's what matters. Um, there's something that was mentioned in this episode that caught my attention that uh, Cody said that she's always been the center of attention. Oh, no, she even said it herself, the sister. Yeah, she said it. Always, yeah, you know. She's always been the center of attention. So this is where I think um, there's, like, jealousy maybe that she's like, okay, now Brandy's the center of attention because she's taking the last name, like, in the wrestling world. Like, I had no idea they had a sister until this show. So maybe she's jealous of this whole situation, the fact that she gets to represent the family now, not only as Cody Rhodes' wife, but also, like, the last name in the wrestling industry as well. So yeah, I, think I mean, there's that's a good point. There too. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, if, you know, I if she was, like, taking shots at the baby shower and doing all that stuff and – you know, I think there's, there's, she's used to getting that attention, which she said herself. And, you know, it's one of those things that you just, like, she has to accept Brandy. They have to, they're sister, sister-in-laws, I guess. Um, yeah. So you have to just love each other. And obviously this, you know, this baby is here. They have to take, you know, she's an aunt now. Like you just... Just accept it, right? And just hopefully have those conversations before it gets, before it like gets elevated to a point where you're sending a nasty message, you know, because you don't want any like, you don't want to burn any bridges. Where now their baby's first birthday comes and you don't want to invite her because. Exactly. You don't want drama. Exactly. You don't want to get to that point. And I think a key thing that Cody said as well was, um, you know, I don't think my family realizes that. Brandy is part of this family, not only by marriage, but like she's really in the family now. So I, you know, these are, this is one of the things that scares me, like in the future when I get married and whoever like my in-laws are, or like, I, I worry about these things. Like what <laughs> happens to me? Like, um, first of all, if your in-laws don't like you, just don't marry into that family <laughs> because you're amazing. So if they don't oh, like you, something's not. wrong with them. Something's <laughs> wrong with them. I mean, I'm sure your in-laws love you because you are so, the I mean, nicest person too. Yes. Come on. I mean, I love my mother-in-law. I have to give. So when I see like my, like examples of mother-in-laws on, on yeah. reality TV, I'm like, Oh, thank God. I got a good one. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, you think these things are like not true. And then you see, like, these little, like, the truth about it. Like, who would have thought Brandy and Cody have these problems in their family and that she's, like, so attacked by them in a way? Like, props to her for being so, like, carefree and that she's just, like, you know. 
I don't know. Heywood is giving giving the yeah. sister her, her, her handle. Are we gonna it, Are we gonna ask her these questions? We want to see. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm excited to see you know their dynamic if it changes once the baby is born. Um, but like Bosa said, I agree with Leslie. Cody's sister is jealous of Brandy's success and the fact that Cody met somebody in the wrestling business. Hmm, that's a good point. But I think the point here is that I'm glad that the relationship is strong enough to like ignore all the like noise outside. And even though it's family, you know, sometimes men could be like, well, it's my mom or it's my sister. You know, I can't like this. They're kind of take one side, but he's like very like, you know, it's our relationship. This is my wife and they have to accept it. So I love that. No, yeah, I love it too. I I think there are. I think Cody and Brandy they're celebrating their wedding anniversary. I think it's September. I think it's, I think it passed already. Oh really? Yeah, because they got married in like 2013 or so. Yeah, and it's been a while. Like they've been together for a while. So I don't understand where, like, how do you not accept this yet? Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, September 12th. September 12th was their wedding anniversary. So it's been eight years. So. Almost a decade. Like, come on. Come on, guys. Yeah. But, <laughs> Emily, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Or what are you excited for to see, you know, this season? Because there's a lot more to come. And I can't wait to be talking about it here with you. I know. I'm so excited. I mean, I think we covered the first episode. Yeah. I'm excited first to see. Two, actually. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see, like, um, I don't know. I want to see more behind-the-scenes AEW footage. I want to see more mm -hmm. talent. Coming in and out, I want to see a little bit more. I kind of want to see more Tony Khan and see how he works with yeah. Tyler. See how he's like building this brand and how he works with Cody and Brandy. Um, I want to see maybe a little more family drama. I'm all for that. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. I'm excited for all of it. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need some more wine to continue talking about this show. But this is a season premiere, you guys. There's so much more to come. So make sure you stay tuned. Um, this week, because it was an hour premiere, we started at 9 uh, p.m. PST. But um, starting next week and for the rest of the season, we're going to actually start at 8. So make sure you join us. Keep checking our Instagrams. Keep following us. Um, you know, on all social media at www.talkpod so you can keep track on everything that's going on. You know, we go, we also have shows on Fight TV. So just make sure to follow us. Emily, where can the people find you? Well, you can all follow me if you're not already on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. And I have some exciting things happening um, as always. Um, so follow me and you'll get all the dish there. Yeah, for sure. And you can follow me on all social media at Leslie Cologne underscore. Also, make sure to check out our website. We do have articles at www.talkpod.com. And we will see you next week, the same day at 8 p.m. this time. Thank you guys for joining us. And this is Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. We will see you soon. Bye. Good night. Fight presents. <laughs> Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women.